What's up, everyone? Thank you for tapping in. And we're back with our sixth episode. And today we have another guest. He is a black belt and he is the infamous Albert. <laughs> infamous. That's a good one. I mean, we've talked about you before. I know. Yeah. I know. But I don't know if I infamous. That sounds bad. Like there's like a there's like a bad streak. Well, no, nah, dude. I definitely told everyone how you manhandled me a few times <laughs> on, the, on the mat. So yeah, that, those, that's, those... that's why it's infamous. Toto uh, bought some cross collar choke that you hit him with. I love I cross collar choke. I actually, I actually used it yesterday. Funny story, I'd used it yesterday. <laughs> the the, the uh, uh, both of them, both of them, the first yeah. step and the second, like the cross sleeve, like dragging it. Across. Oh no, no, no! So I just got deep in the collar from yeah. full guard. Um, but we had a we had a student that was in there lollygagging and head in the clouds. So I thought yes. it would be funny to just kind of. <laughs> Yank it on him one, one time. Yes. You know, if I would have seen you, I would have <laughs> yeah. gave you the shout. That's kind of what you get when you log in, a lollygag in class, I guess. I yeah. Pay attention, especially mm-hmm. against the fat dude in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention. Well, on that note, uh, you're a black belt. How many years have you been a black belt? Uh, good question. Stumped him. Stumped uh, him. Deer in the head. I'm on eight. Eight. 2015, December 2015. Eight. Okay. Yeah. We're coming Coined up on a eight. decade. That's that's a lot of knowledge. Actually, we're coming up exactly on eight, actually. To December, you said December 2015? December yeah. 2023. Do you know the exact date? No. Oh, okay. I'm going to ask Carmen. Yeah. <laughs> Get you a cake. Yo, if, if it's a certain date, man, you're now my spiritual buddy after that, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in the fifth or fifteenth. I know. I feel like there's a five in there. Oh, okay. Well, you're not my spiritual buddy. <laughs> you're still a homie, though. You're still a homie. <laughs> um. So we're looking at eight years. What does being a black belt like mean to you? Um. Now, because it's more of a hobby, uh, it's about knowledge growth, being able to share it mm-hmm. with you guys. Um. And kind of it, you know, okay. I'm not looking to, you know, prove myself to really much or anyone. It's more of like, can I make this technique work for me? Okay. What am I doing wrong with this technique? Let me learn more about it. Cause I always feel like it's a never ending, uh, the whole never ending journey thing. Yeah. I guess that's kind of where I'm at in my journey too. Cause I know I want to be a coach, but I know I'm not going to be a competitor. Mm-hmm. So I don't really, my question comes from that space of how did you know? And like, was it always just, I'm going to kind of uh, be a hobbyist? For me, it's a mix of life that, you know, uh, I have a full-time job, a career outside of jujitsu and uh, how much time I, I place into my training. Mm-hmm in comparison to how I see other people that uh, compete more. I'm not talking about like the professional competitors yeah. out there. I'm just talking about um, the, the the faces you probably see at some competitions, mm-hmm. but they're not like the big names. They just kind of compete. They're the same guys on the circuit. Yeah. You run into them a couple of times. Okay. Yeah. yeah those guys in, in comparison to them, I train less than they do. And also I know where, uh, cardio wise where i'm at mm-hmm. where it's like okay one of the biggest things to always have at a tournament is good cardio yeah oh yeah yeah uh, oops yeah. so it's it's a mix 
of of things to conclude that if I want to compete for that tournament that month, I should give myself this amount of time, yeah. set a schedule for training, build some good habits uh, nutritionally, uh, stretching, mm -hmm. all the things that I don't do. Um, <laughs> you give yourself the best opportunity. Yeah. Okay. For it. I that hate that you brought up nutritionally. <laughs> <laughs> the habit burger, does that count? Uh, I guess not. <laughs> I did a whole training camp on fat burger and I lost weight. I went down to weight class. So you can do it if you do it right. Nothing wrong think? with that. Well, I actually have a question for you. Yeah. So you've made the decision that you're more into like teaching and kind of like guiding the next like group of up and coming like competitors and like practitioners. Is there a different approach you take to teaching competitors compared to just practitioners? Yeah. So there's for the general hobbyist. Yeah. It's like get technically better. Same and the same applies also for the competitor. Mm -hmm. Here's this position, here's this sweep, whatever it is. Be technically proficient at it. Okay, now with the competitor, it's a little different. It's let's start to link these up faster. Okay. This is where all those drills come in. With the hobbyist, yeah, they can make mistakes and the linking between certain techniques may not all be there, but individually by itself the person understands it like, Oh, okay. Like, um, here's my scissor sweep. Here's my scissor sweep versus, um, a competitor. You start going, here's a scissor sweep. Here's where if they post their hand, you can mm. get the failed scissor sweep. You know, you can threaten an oval plot. You can threaten a triangle. Okay. You start chaining things and we're going to start drilling through, through chains. Okay. Things. So you're using you're using the cardio aspect of drills to kind of drill in other techniques that we may not be learning throughout yeah throughout that week or that month because it's the idea of trying to uh, give that competition experience yeah while uh, having a class at the same time copy in a controlled environment yeah so I'm not gonna lie I've never like I think I've figured. But I've never like put the thought to it that that's what was going on. I've always like Armin just likes torturing us. <laughs> that's, that's just how I've all. But now that I think about it, everything is uh, the swinging arm bar drills. Then we're doing the hip ups into the mm -hmm. triangles. And everything is kind of like a fast paced lesson leading up to make sure you know this for the tournament. Yeah. But we're also going to learn. Okay. There was a an old, you're, you're going to have to fact check me on this. Okay. I feel like. This was something I heard from Hicks and Gracie, I think. He was asked, um, because he's the father of his, of his son, Kron, right? Yes. Uh, can Kron be just as good as Hickson, right? Because like you transfer that knowledge. And he was saying, I can, again, fact check me. I believe what was said was, uh, I can show him all the techniques that I know, mm -hmm. but it's the mindset of how the chaining, how I react. He goes like he and I have different personalities. And so the way he reacts, interacts during the situations different. He knows though, yeah. but he knows the technique. That makes sense. 
because him and I react differently. It just in the weird discussions that we had, it's like, oh, you do this, I do this instead. I mm-hmm. like this better. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's funny too because like people don't really think about it like that. Like we were, I showed you a picture of my brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and him are about the same size. I'm a little taller. He hates my game. He every he's like everything about it. I hate it. I hate how much you're moving. But he, I don't like his game because it's like I'm just gonna smash you, and it's an extremely painful game to deal with. He doesn't like a submission. Like he'll learn a submission. He'll be like, "Does it hurt?" He'll be like, "Well, it didn't feel like a choke." He's like, "But did it hurt?" Yeah. <laughs> and then his yeah. are like, "Yeah." He's like, "Bet." Yeah. He's like, "Yeah," but something that's like, "Oh, like." Like, if it doesn't cause physical pain, he's not interested in it. (laughs) He's crazy. (laughs) My old, old instructor, uh, Hey Diogo, um, regular class, and you know how, like, towards the end of the class is that sparring session? So me and this other, uh, I think I was a blue belt at the time, me and this other blue belt were training, whatever, and I I catch an ugly ankle lock, and I'm I'm cranking at his shit, like, the uh, sorry, his cap. Yeah. And he taps. Okay. And the guy says, Albert, you know, that wasn't the ankle lock. I go, oh, what was it? He goes, you're, you're really cranking at my cap. And it, and it hurt a lot. And I said, oh, okay. Well, now I know. Like, I'm going to try to fix this. My instructor, hey, comes over. He goes, what are you guys talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, and he goes, oh, Albert didn't catch me with that submission. Like, he was really cranking at the, my calf and it hurt. He goes, but so then did you tap? <laughs> and the guy goes, Yeah. I, I tap because they're here. And he goes, hey, that's it. Albert, good job. Good submission. I love that energy. That's funny. Yeah. That's, well, Armin's kind of the same way, but he does make sure he hammers technique, but it's also like. Yeah. Uh, I lost the camera. I was going to say something on that too. Dang it. You want to keep rolling something. with those ones? Yeah, we'll, we'll roll for a second and I'll cut this off. Uh, it's funny because uh, Armin, the other day, he hit me with, um, put your knee, with the class was yesterday, the class we went to, mm-hmm. he was like, put the knee on the belly. I was like, I know if the knee's on the belly. I was like, I'm just trying to get this gi tail in position to get around DJ's neck because he has a bigger <laughs> neck than, you know, someone like your size. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm trying to figure that out. But it's like, it was like one of those moments of like, just check your ego. Shut up. Yes. Neon belly, sir. I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's just, go ahead. No, no, I was I was just said that's funny because it I I get it. Like Armin will come up or like at every school I go to, the professor will come up like, oh, that's not how you're doing it. But I'm well aware that they're doing it that way because yeah. like, well, you told me to wrap my gi around the cross's body and like up on his neck. It's not going. So they like substitute for like moving back or something like that and the professor would be like no (laughs) (laughs) like i try to be aware of it like there's moments where i'll I'll see uh someone like in a distance because you know try to walk around to every pair and make sure like it's happening and then uh side of your eye you're like wait what are they doing that wasn't what but maybe i'm missing context right so i walk over and, and you just kind of wait to see how it pans out to see if it's that that's the case like um body size injury yeah something is weird where the technique that we're trying to show just is not functioning well or yeah. they're just in a bad placement and they're figuring it out yeah or but the thing that I'm trying to not do is is where or asking them to not do is they go oh yeah so Albert was showing this 
but did you know I can hit you for like a toehold from here? Let me show you the toehold. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to know who's doing this because I'm going to be rude with you. There's not a lot, a lot of higher <laughs> upper ranks that this should be happening with in there. Yeah, it's true. It, it happens. That's small, funny. small, small percentage. Yeah. What do you think about um, lower ranks teaching each other? It's a mixed, that's a mixed uh, bag of things because- okay. If you're if you're sharing the information exactly how Armin or the instructor taught mm -hmm. it, yeah. Um, the issue then becomes: Are you showing it exactly how they're showing it? Okay. Um, if it is, you know that's kind of cool, but there's always that doubt, right? Yeah. Because at white belt, the the general idea is that we, like Armin and I try to be aware of just to make sure that the quality and the instruction is high. Mm -hmm. If, if it was white belt, the white belt, we say it's kind of like the blind leading the blind. Yeah. But that, that may not actually be the case, but we want to be on top of it. Okay. Just in case. Yeah. That and be sense. like, Oh no, that was right. Yeah. That was right. Okay. Keep going. So, personally yeah. for me, it's, it's like, I don't, I don't really like it, and I'm not a high enough belt to like say anything. Mm -hmm. But uh, so there's different sides. Of it. If it's one white belt that's like completely trying to teach something completely off course, off putting, yes. like I don't really like that. It is the blind leading the blind. But there's difference to it when you're trying to learn the move and teaching each other in like conversation. Like I struggled whenever I did this, but whenever I moved my leg, it was easier to. So I think it, it just really depends on how they're trying to do it. If it comes from like a mutual, like trying to figure it out, I think that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Um, and then asking questions, whether like, because those little intricacies, it helps with like different body types because mm -hmm. not every body type's the same. It's harder yeah. to get around my neck, but it's easier. Like, you know what I mean? It's easier for you to hit certain things than me. So I think those small, like, try this, try this, try this can eventually yeah. help people get things that's why like in a in a bigger class mm -hmm. at our school in a bigger class uh i try to make sure that so say, take for example like the north south choke we were going over okay i was i do it to you i do it to you uh just so you can feel it that way when i walk away and i'm working with other people mm -hmm. if you're not feeling the same pressure or the same choke as like when he's doing it to you you can yeah. say like no, uh, can you modify it? Because I'm not feeling it. Like, Got me. Like, yeah. like the other day when, um, when I think it was uh, Jill. I was, we okay. were with Jill okay. and she yeah. was trying to do North-South Choke on me. And I was like, it's not there. Like, I'm yep. not trying to like make you work harder. It just really wasn't there. And I want to make sure you have it correctly. Yep. Okay. That was it. Yeah. So before we get too far into the podcast, man, uh, can you let us know about what, what your origin story is? Like, what got you oh. into jiu-jitsu? What got you hooked? So... Uh, college. I hung out with uh, these three dudes that weren't the brightest, but neither was I. <laughs> um, and they're big guys. Each one probably at least weighed 220. And they were bouncers uh, at a club. And one uh, evening, I was just asking them like, oh, what are you guys going to do tonight? What are you, uh, let's go hang out, play video games or something, right? Uh, they go, no, we're going to go uh, to the college and uh, grapple. 
the first thing that kicked in my head when they said we're gonna go grapple, I go, uh, like I, MMA. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I didn't really like dawn on me. I, I'm actually picturing the singlets from. <laughs> That's actually part of the reason why I didn't do wrestling mm-hmm. in high school. I didn't want to wear a singlet. I, yeah. didn't want, I didn't want my junk all out there. Like I was like, yo, what is this? That's what I was thinking of. I go, so you guys are going to put on the singlet or, or something? And he's like, no, man. Like, just shorts, t-shirt, and we're, we're going to, I go, wrestle? Yeah. Right? He goes, well, it's wrestling, but with submissions. I go, oh, okay. And then that, that's when they start talking about like grappling is like the UFC where you see Hoist Gracie training. Um, that's what we're going to do tonight. Okay. Then they go, do you want to come? I was like, sure, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go watch. Um, so I'm going, I'm watching and thinking, okay, like you guys are just bears just going at it. (laughs) Right. Cause I'm not understanding the technique. I'm not, I just see like this clash and moving around. Um, eventually like, Hey Albert, you should, uh, uh, let's let's spar you and me. Let's spar. And I go, uh, no, you're like (laughs) two thirty five. Like, no, he's like, no, I'll, I'll be easy. I go, all right. Um, just smash, right? I'm getting crushed, and at the end of it, I'm exhausted, but I'm happy. I'm having a good time. Okay. Pure survival, right? Uh, so after that, I was kind of hooked. I kept asking, like, "Oh, when, how often do you guys train? How, uh, when's the next time I can join in?" And so this goes on for like uh, a year, year, two years at the college. Okay. Uh. So eventually a brown belt comes in and is showing some technique, but it's mostly still me getting crushed. Yeah. <laughs> I still remember my first submission. I don't know if you guys remember your first submission. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably a rear naked choke. My, <laughs> mine was a jacked up ankle lock on this on a guy who was also invited. Brand new. A twig. You did an ankle lock like you were, you guys were practicing ankle locks that early? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Because we probably saw it on some VHS tape, like that's and that's also another way of like how we were like sharing knowledge, like oh here's okay. this tape, look at this guy, uh, okay. um, and so yeah, a really messy ankle lock, and the guy tapped, and I remember looking at my buddy, I go, see that? <laughs> he tapped. I did that. I caused that. <laughs> that's what's great about jujitsu is that. It gives you that power, even as a smaller person. Because you said that guy was too thick. I don't know if that was the same guy. Oh, no. Yeah, this is the guy. guy. Yeah, this but even so, you have the ability to put someone who's 230 down easily mm. because of jujitsu. Like, for example, on my best day, I'm probably 230 on my best day. And that's when I eat a lot of food and I'm fat. <laughs> but uh, now I'm probably sitting at like 210 right now. Uh, my point in saying that is you can easily throw me around it trap me and just treat me like crap and i'm i wish you know <laughs> with the modesty again no. dude. with the yeah. mod i know I, i've i have too many like you don't understand so I, i'm i'm hyper competitive so mm-hmm. anyone who's ever caught me you're on a list you don't know but you're on a <laughs> list you're on a list that like like uh, have you ever seen uh game of thrones when Arya's going to sleep every night she just repeats her list of people that she's <laughs> gonna get back. yeah man you're you're on my list to pass your guard and to sweep you. So that's that's the game I play with black belts is I don't even for the most part I don't even try to submit anyone unless I'm training for a competition. If I'm training for a competition then it's like okay then I'll submit you. Outside of that it's just 
let's sweep. Let's see. If you walk into it, then okay, that's your fault. But yeah. I don't try to submit anyone. Got it. That makes sense. Especially yeah. especially black belts. I'm going yeah. to get my ass kicked. No, I'm a, so I, I try to submit black belts just because a big part of my game is baiting submissions to get you to react a certain mm. way. And if I can get it, no one's going to be able to tell me where I went wrong better than a black belt if I get it or if I don't get it. Um, but the, but like, it's the same thing. Like whenever I roll with a black belt, my goal isn't to beat them. Like, I know I'm not going to beat you in Armin. I know, <laughs> yeah. like, I know there's a, there's a gap in not only technique knowledge of, but just the overall chess game of jujitsu. Yeah. So I know that a lot of times you're baiting me into some stuff that you're like, yeah, keep on coming, keep <laughs> on coming. And I'm oblivious to it, but I go in with like a purpose. But yesterday when yesterday was the first time in a while, I was like, I'm going to just beat up Armin and it didn't work. It didn't work at Did all. Did you think it was going to work, bro? No, but I was overconfident. I was over. I was feeling myself yesterday. I was overconfident. When you but, said, uh, I'm going to beat up Armin, like you, um, charged up like you say like i'm gonna not i'm 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 not saying i'm throwing technique out i'm just saying like i'm gonna no so throw i was my weight around i was gonna use my technique but armin came up to roll with me and he had been beating everyone else up and i was like you know what man i'm i'm, I'm gonna try and show you today i'm gonna try and cross you off my list and he just put his name back on the list a second time <laughs> so that's, that's really all it is um but now, now that you're now that you teach and now that you're a professor, like, what are some things that people who are trying to get into jujitsu should be looking for in their professors or just in their school, other than like, like of course like scheduling, but like, like are there like qualities that it, like that you feel that every professor should have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every school does the does the normal. Here's the technique. Um, here or and then followed up with he, here's either the drill or the sparring session. Um, I feel like the good instructors during the technique time tries to explain like why does this thing work? Okay. But again, you have to be aware of the time you have to teach the technique, so you, you may not dive in into some master class of like every nitty-gritty detail so you kind of pull back and you kind of give like a high level generalized idea of that concept okay. enough that's clear enough to, to hit everybody sort of so that they understand it um so it's it, the explanation of the how and why and um an instructor that's then in the sparring an instructor that's actually walking around looking at every student train and spar mm -hmm. um I've been at places where the instructor hangs out onto the side, you know, is just talking to people, hanging out kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I've had one instructor who I, I thought was great. He would walk around and say, you two guys were rolling, right? Mm -hmm. And you were in his clothes guard. He would be yelling at you going, come on, use the technique, get out of the clothes guard, get out of it. And he, he would watch you start initiating the technique, yeah. He'd quickly switch over to you and be and say, "Hey, he's trying to break your clothes. <laughs> Shut it down! Shut it down!" A master instigator. Yeah. So if you're looking for a gym, make sure your professor's a master instigator at the right time. <laughs> yeah. It was it was funny. Uh, Armand was telling me he was trying to instigate me at a tournament one time because he was like, "Hey, who's those girls talking to your lady up there?" 
And I was like, oh, that's such and such, such and such. He's like, oh, man, I was trying to get you fired up. I was like, oh, yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> uh, me, me and my lady, we too comfortable. Like, you're going to have to work way harder than that to get me fired up because unless I drop a ball, we good, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Bringing, bringing my lady to tournaments is kind of different because she, she thinks it's weird. Like, she's supportive. She'll listen to me talk about jujitsu all day. But whenever I'm like, what do you think about it? She's like, I think it looks gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's what she says every time. So I'm just kind of like, I'm ridiculed about it at home all the time. <laughs> so it, like whenever I'm like sitting around at the gym talking longer, I'm just trying to get it out of my system because I know when she gets home, it's going to be a bunch of hi yeah, <laughs> And yeah. yeah. That's when you lean into it. Like we were talking about last time, just go home and you say, you know, big boy karate was fun tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big boy karate was Did fun. Did you, um, I'll, my first competition I was dumb, and I invited my girl. And for some reason, her friends at the time was like, "Hey, I'm gonna, we're gonna come." I didn't know why they were coming. Still confuses me to this day, because um, they didn't engage with anyone at all. They were just kind of like off there. I was like, "Why are you here? You're not even like supporting me." Not that I'm mad. Like I don't really yeah, care. Yeah. It's like it's expensive to come out, but it's just like, what was your purpose for coming here? Moving on from that, my point of saying that is like, I spent at least two matches in the bottom north-south just with someone's balls in my face <laughs> in front of my girl and her friends. It was a bad idea to have them come to the first tournament. So that, so that's my thing. I think if, personally, if my girl's coming just the way she is and her humor, I'm always fired up because I'm not giving her that ammunition, the, that bottom north-south control. Like, if we're in class, I'll be annoyed <laughs> that I'm there. Or if we're training it, I'll be annoyed that I'm there. But I know that if I ever get caught in a tournament in that position, it's... <laughs> Bro, I've never been there again. But once after that, he didn't put his balls in my face. He he had to like lay down. He was trying to do that north-south joke that you talked. Oh, so yeah. he was trying to extend back. So he wasn't like over me like that. He was trying Got to get it. the space. Um, I won that tournament, but I was still mad. I was like, I'm here for the last like four minutes of the competition. I still, I won because I... In the beginning of it, I got my hooks in and got four points and took the back. He rolls me over. I didn't stabilize the back properly. I flip over and I'm just north-south for the whole rest of the match. And I won. I won gold, but I was like mad. I was like, this is reminiscent of my first tournament. I got to figure this whole out. I could never let this happen again. <laughs> it was pretty bad. That's when you got to invert, you know, invert and take their back. Yeah. And Try to hook your foot in that belt. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I try. I get. I get like as far back with my leg as I can, like into this area of their thigh, and like just kind of kick it, like <laughs> with, with like no real, like especially in tournaments, no real remorse for yeah whatever bruising, and usually they'll kind of like flop over, or I'll come all the way around, mm -hmm. uh, like I'll invert to their back, so that's like my escape for north south, but it's not a high percentage at all, not high percentage at all. I mean, it's tough because they're controlling your head. Yeah, it's, it's it's tough. What is your your what is your favorite choke? Because you've been teaching this north south choking for a few Fridays now. So is that your favorite choke or? I like it a lot just because of how technical it is. Okay. So, um, it is really uh, high percentage if you're if you get it down technically right, like you can. You can get it. Okay. Uh, uh, 
how to explain it, like um, an arm bar, for example. There is some setup. There's a lot of, um, I wouldn't say baiting, but you would have to make sure the arm's in a certain place, your hips are in a certain place, your uh, arm bar from close guard. Uh, your, your leg kicks up high in the armpit, break the posture. With the north-south choke, the setup to get there can be kind of messy. Okay. Holding onto the head can be semi-messy. Like you just got to make sure they're looking away from your body. Mm-hmm. Now it's the actual like, okay, let's sit, let's set up the head position, get the arm position in and squeeze and just kind of hold on. And if everything's technically right, it's going to work. It's going to work. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's not your favorite submission though. No. Okay. What is it? Cross collar choke. Okay. Yeah. That's where you got you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, so I I hated it for so long because I was always kind of taught like I wouldn't say taught wrong, but I was taught for a way that works for someone else's body type. Until I believe last Friday, mm-hmm. you, you were pretty much like, dude, just use the lats, pull back. Man. But I was always told that that was wrong. But uh, I got it the other day on a lolly gagger, and then uh, I got the caveman necktie. Um, that one was a little harder fought. Caveman necktie. The one we were talking about when you had the when you had to from Turtle, and the setup is kind of like an anaconda setup. Yeah, you just have to forgot. you have to get more north south to sink your knee into the crook of the neck and then kind of latch over and hold it, or well, kind of latch over your knee and hold it in order to get it to lock in. And I got that one. Okay, um, uh, to have it done by you would suck. That's why I wanted to, <laughs> but. It's it's crazy, man, because I try and get Fridays off because I know that's when you teach and that's really the only class I know, but that's the mm-hmm. day I have to turn in a lot of paperwork. But there's something about the way that you train that I try and force panic into whoever I'm rolling with. Yeah. Just because I know I know they're like, Oh, I don't want to get smashed, I don't want to get stacked. I can never see if you're panicking. I can never see like you're just extremely patient to the point where it annoys me that I'm like, fuck, I gotta make the first move. I got to make the first move and then it's done. It's done. It happened with the first roll when you got me in the cross collar. And then every time you sweat me since then, it's been the same thing. Like, interesting. Like, yeah. You'll lock me down in a certain way, whether it be through your full guard or through your spider guard or an open guard. And I'll keep like, like, like threatening to pressure past you. And mm-hmm. then I'll look and you're just like, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because now I know that's not the case. But I can never tell when when you have any kind of like urgency to you. Mm. You usually it's I try to set myself up to be in a position that if I do mess up I can recover. Um, if I'm not in that position, that's where I scramble to get back just to a um, that position to keep safe. But it, it's not like I need to scramble back to full close guard to be safe. I just need to get some principles down where i know if you try to pass it's going to be really hard and it's going to be a scramble but i'm still relatively safe kind of like what i do when i put that knee up when they're trying to arm drag me and take the back from close guard it's like i'm relatively safe for a second i gotta i gotta address this problem real quick but this this blockade (laughs) helps me for a second yeah 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 it changed the game there was a guy who's like bigger than you i remember just being at an open mat and across the room i looked at him and it was one of those things you know when you look at someone you're not looking for a role you're just tired you just cross eyes with them yeah it's one of those like i 
looked and I crossed and I was like, I got to go back to this guy because I know no one's rolling with him. And also, although I'm tired, he's a big dude. I need to challenge myself. I got to test my belt. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was big guys. They're fun, especially DJ <laughs> size. Yeah. It, so when I, the rare occurrences that I find people bigger than me, I'm like immediately like, don't run, buddy. Like It's, <laughs> it's me and you. This is what I came here for. Um, but I think like having a big guy in the in the gym that's willing to drop drop the ego and kind of allow oh, yeah. people is very beneficial. But if a big dude's not willing to do that, I feel like he holds up the whole school because then people aren't rolling with him then people aren't learning that type of body type and then like when like because i've been there i'll say it like when big dudes can't get like the move instead of just kind of trying to figure it out and take the embarrassment they just kind of sit there and don't do anything all class Mm -hmm. and then that leaves your training partner not having anything to do or creating a group of three um but that's just my experience that makes sense Yeah. yeah it makes sense that's kind of the same from what I've had in my experience. It's just, it seems like most people on the roll with big guys. I feel like even me, I have issues sometimes getting roles. Um, it feels like people don't want to roll with me for whatever reason. I take it as like my size. Like uh, I've never seen myself as a big person, like a bigger dude, but I guess from the way I'm described from other people is that I'm a big guy. Like so many times you'll be in a story, hey, what's up, big guy? And I'm like, I'm not that big, dude. I'm kind of little. But I think people see me bigger than I see myself. And I think that that, even though I don't see myself as big, they see me as big. So it's a little bit yeah. like, until they, like your little, your friendly thing you do, like, hey, I'm positive, I'm happy. Until they get that energy from me, especially when I'm comp mode, they're like, oh, I'm not rolling with that dude. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have to trick people into rolling with me, make them think I'm like a panda. Like, I have to go up to everyone. I'm like, hey, man, how's your day going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to roll? You want to roll? But anytime I'll go into a gym and if I don't feel like talking, it's not going to be. Like, if I go into a gym too quiet, whether it's a new gym or a gym I've been at, everyone will be like, "Mm, not today. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the first roll we had together? It's, I remember two rolls distinctly. I think... The first role we had together was we were doing kind of like a Shark Tank type deal. Okay. And I think I had like two minutes with you because we had a smaller group. That was the first time I remember rolling. I don't know if I remember that time. I don't, to be honest with you, I don't remember the first time. I just remember rolling with, I remember, I what I remember is the first time of seeing DJ and being like, it's a big dude. Yeah, that's it's exactly what like, I said. And for a second, I was just first, there was a second of like, Man, I don't want to. Nope, shut up. Go roll with him. Like that's what it was. <laughs> um, so it it was crazy because I never got that. I never got that feeling for me. Like because I, I killed that shit right away. <laughs> yeah, like I like I know. Like at this point, I don't like. There's certain people I'm gonna like work thinks that I know I'm weak at against them mm-hmm. because I know they're kind of like I don't want to roll with him. So if I kind of give them, if I kind of let them know that I'm trying to learn too, they feel more comfortable. They feel more comfortable in it, but certain people in this in at A side, I've never felt like any sort of like and like people that I would never expect, like Eli, mm-hmm. never. And then I, I I'm Eli's pretty, about that life. Yeah. So the crazy Sorry. thing is, I didn't even know who he was. I didn't even know who he like. I'm terrible with names, so like I rolled with him, and then I went about my day. I came back like two days later, and Armin's like, Eli said he's coming up with a plan for you. 
And I was like, who? He's like, I don't know. He's like, Eli, he said he's taking you down. I was like, I don't know who that is, but it is what it is. And then yeah. the next time I see him and I'm like, oh, you're Eli. I heard you. You're like working on the plan against me. And he looked at me and he said, yup. <laughs> yeah. So I've never like, there's a lot of people in the gym. I've never felt it from, but there are people that I'm like, all right, I'll stay on my side of the mat. You go over there. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. No, Eli is a good guy. I like, it. I want yeah. I, I kind of. He just got promoted to blue belt. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I didn't see that. So uh, congratulations, Eli, if you see this. And then I'm going to tell you in person next time I see you as <laughs> yeah. well. Now, that's what I was going to say. I want to have him on the podcast to talk about you know, how, what what that transition is like for him. Does he feel anything different? We'll get into it on the yeah, podcast. Yeah. But that's what I was going to say. I want to have him on the podcast for that reason. So I have one more. I have, I have another question for you. So like at this point, you said you started jujitsu in like nineteen, like ninety, oh, 90, 99 or two thousand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't mean I didn't mean to age you. My bad. No, no. It's <laughs> good. Uh, so you said you started in like ninety nine, two thousand. How much have you seen jujitsu like change? Like has like has the game changed like drastically, or are you just seeing patterns kind of recycle and it's the same stuff, or are there like a lot of new moves, a lot of new styles coming up? New moves, new styles for sure. I feel like, and I think the people from the 90s, 2000s may agree. The style was pass the guard, get to side control, and mount, arm bar, you know, and then, you know, close guard, triangle, like pretty straightforward. The leg locks, I'm not saying was like taboo. It just wasn't the thing. Okay. Right. It was like, yeah, you can go for leg locks, but nah, pass the guard, man. Um, yeah, I don't know why that was. Maybe it was like a machismo thing. I, I, I don't know. I, my theory is that it's kind of like a cheat code. Like, if a black belt makes a mistake and their leg gets caught by even a blue belt who knows leg locks, then it's like kind of an equalizer. If that makes, I think yeah. that's, you saw that with Nikki Rod, you know, you saw that with Gordon Ryan, like mm-hmm. you just, these little intricacies of if there's a mistake made at, to someone who knows something, then there's, then there's a problem for that black belt. And I feel like that was kind of the issue with Lake Locked is like, it's a little bit of a problem. I feel like it was an ego thing. Oh uh, yeah. I can't I, pass their guard. Let's yeah, it's like, lock. oh, you can't pass my guard, so you don't you can't pass my guard, so you're gonna go fall back on his leg like, oh yeah. no, no, you need to learn how to pass my guard yeah. when you're just really mad that you got leg locked. And yeah. that, that's really that's what I was trying to articulate. Yeah. Yeah, the the so my brother talks about it all the time because he like he hates leg lock. And he he says the reason for it being is the practicality of using a heel hook in a self-defense situation is really low. Okay. Especially because like in jujitsu, no one's going to like punch or kick down at you. No one's going to try and stomp you. And that's why he's like, I don't really learn learn leg locks and heel hooks because I don't feel like it's practical for what I use it for. Um, but I, I, I agree, but I disagree at the same time because I've seen some people get that shit off so quick to where it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you can totally do it. I mean, like to each their own, I guess. Yeah. Like if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. But it's good to be aware of it and good to be, uh, uh, get, have that submission thrown at you so you can experience it. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be left in the dust of like, I don't know what that is. You know? 
Yeah, personally, personally, I like them. Um, that's a that's another reason that I was like, I'm gonna stay at A side because I think for like the f- first week I was there, I seen everybody in there hitting heel hooks, mm-hmm. and if they didn't heel, hit them, they were trying them on me. So I was like, uh, I need to stay here. I need to stay here. Um, and then we did like a three month course, like April, May, and June of just leg locks. And then I was like, I'm sick of this. Yeah. My knee is sore. I want to go home. <laughs> you know, but that's just that's just what comes with it. Speaking of going home, we are running out of time here, and uh, we got to wrap this up. Do we have any final major questions we want to ask that you have? No questions, man. Uh, I just want to let you know I really do enjoy like whenever you're teaching class. Like cool. you're great. You're a great professor. You you break things down you take time for everybody and i i enjoy whenever i can make your classes yeah, yeah good, good, i'm good. gonna i'm gonna second that and honestly it's one of the only reasons why i come to friday classes is because yeah. of your classes like just so you know and I, that's not for the cameras that's 100 percent for you and me sir cool thank you yeah no i'm glad like that's that's validating that at least uh what's being taught is like one enjoyable mm-hmm. and then second hopefully is like retaining yeah. I'm glad I could be a source of validation for you. Uh, you know, uh, I think we all deserve our flowers at the end of the day. And it's for me, I would like if people gave me my flowers more so I could have a better gauging of where people saw me, if that makes sense. But that's my yeah. own personal insecurities. We'll talk about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, but cool. thank you for coming out, man. Really appreciate it. Um, do you have anything you want to say before you sign off? No, thank no, you for do. this. I hope it get to Friday classes, bro. Get to Friday classes. Yes, if you're yeah. an A size student, make the Friday classes. And if you're not, bet your asses. The the <laughs> alcohol can wait till like what class ends at seven. seven. The seven. alcohol the, the bar, alcohol can wait. The bar next door like just opened up. There's a bar at yeah. seven. Yeah. There's like, a bar next door. Six to yeah. seven. And you know, Albert's really cool because he like lets us have like a little slight open mat afterwards. Like yeah. like 15, 30 minutes. We're just trying to figure our stuff out. So it's a good good class to get in there and explore and figure some things out for your game. Oh yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. So uh we're gonna wrap this up as always. Thank you for tapping in. We tapping out now. Uh, please like, subscribe, share all the fun stuff. We love the support. Thank you for your comments. They have been entertaining and uh, we'll get you on the next one. Yes, sir. All right. Stay blessed, y'all.